1: Here we are again, keeping it real with Caroline and Sophie. And today we have a very special guest.
0: So I'm going to introduce my lovely doctor and friend, Dr. Marwa Ali. We met one year ago and Dr. Marwa specializes in non-surgical aesthetics and procedures. And is based at the Harrods Wellness Clinic in London. And she has really changed my face and skin. So I am so excited to share all the things that we do together and go into details about why they help delay the process of anti-aging, why they help keeping you look fresh and well-slept, and why less is definitely more. So, hi, Dr. Mawa. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm
2: so excited to be here.
1: Very warm. Welcome to you. Can I ask you, first of all, how long have you been working in this industry?
2: So, I've been working for several years, and um, it's been evolving year on year. And it's been really exciting to see all the new procedures and everything that's out there Mm -hmm. that we can offer uh, patients all over the world.
1: Can I ask you, where where did you do your training? Where did you um, study? Yeah, where did you study? And where are you from originally? You are so beautiful and exotic.
2: Thank you, you. you're so kind. So I was born in London. Uh, My parents are of Iraqi origin. Wow. Um, I studied my whole life here. And I went to St. George's University of London. And I also studied a postgraduate diploma in, in uh, clinical dermatology at Queen Mary's University of London.
0: And um, Dr. Marwa Thank is also. Am I allowed to say this? Dr. Marwa is also a single mother.
2: Oh yes, of course. So we oh we share God, lots in are common. You? Yes. What do you have? A boy or a girl? I have a seven and a half year old little boy. That's so sweet.
1: So do I. What's so his name? Do I. His <laughs> name
2: is Ahmed, and he's the love of my life. <laughs>
0: What really appealed to me about when we met was we had a full consultation, which I think is really, really key. Dr. Marwa took several pictures of my face from all angles um, via this new laser technology which basically scans your face and puts it into a computer and shows you where you've lost volume and where you need to focus on and where you can kind of make little bits of improvements and little tweaks to make you look naturally a little bit fresher and younger. What kind of ages do you have? Is it okay to be in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s? And
1: once one does come to you, which I'm definitely going to be doing, what is the first thing that happens for you to decide what you can do to make best of what we have?
2: Generally, we treat patients from the age of uh, 18 and above. Um, the focus, my philosophy really is to keep everything looking very natural. For me, I'd like someone to walk out the door and without their partner, knowing that they've had anything done, without their mother, their sister, their best friend, I just want to make them look rejuvenated and fresh, as if they've just come back from a holiday, um, as if they just, you know, feel look very well rested. So that's the whole idea. Of, so I like to call them tweakments. Mm-hmm. So very small. So my philosophy really is less is more. Noticeable but natural and just keeping it...
0: And obviously that was my biggest appeal when we met because I have had several disasters in the past, I'm not going to lie, where you go in, you say, oh, I feel so you know, my skin's so tired and it feels like it's sagging and I've got a big crease on my forehead and you go and you have a huge amount of Botox injected into one area and you literally look like you've seen a ghost for the next two months, which is horrendous.
1: I think it's amazing, Soph, looking at you because I now know you very, very well. I've known you since 1999 and I can't see that you have had anything done. Actually, to be honest with you, you look completely natural. There's no part of your face you can't move. There's no part that looks artificial in any way.
0: So I'd love to know what you've had done. Well, I think, and that's why Dr. Marwar and I get on so well, is because I would rather go and see you once every five or six weeks and have tiny tweaks than see you once every six months and have a large amount of Botox put into my face. Because first of all, I'm scared. I don't want to change the appearance of my looks. I want to look well rested and refreshed, as you said. And I just want it to look very, very natural because the one thing I really don't like is this new look where people have frozen faces, lifted eyebrows, pumped up lips, straight, you know, noses and jawlines. And you know, we're all uh, the way we are. And I think We have to embrace the way we look, but then make ourselves look a little bit better than we would if we hadn't had a little tweak.
1: What is Botox? What's it made of? What Mm -hmm. are the benefits of it? And what are the adverse effects? Is it actually toxic? How does your body get rid of it? Can you tell the story of Botox, please?
2: Okay, so Botox was um, is a protein that's made artificially. And what it does is it um, attaches to the muscle and the nerve endings to relax the muscle, to stop it from moving. And if it's used correctly, it can be used to maintain expression expression like mm-hmm. we do with Sophie but just if it's injected in the right place just to stop the wrinkling in certain areas so I have many patients who are actually actresses in you know Hollywood who come by and they want to maintain their expression and so we add very very tiny amounts very regularly so that they're able to act a- appropriately and um, they s- still anti-age
1: but the fact that something can go into your face and slightly paralyze your muscles mm-hmm. makes me wonder Is it a toxic protein? Is it a protein that can harm you in any way? How does the body eliminate it eventually? I mean, what are the pros and cons? Are there any really negative side effects
0: in 20 years that we don't know anything about? Also, what do you use? Because I know that you use different things to I've to, to the things that I've had in the past
2: yeah. the brand I use is Botox by Allegan which is FDA approved and it's been around for a very long time there's a lot of research that's been um done to make sure that it's perfectly safe the so botox is cleared by the body naturally it's not permanent it's how quickly
1: is it cleared by the body so it
2: depends on the rate of metabolism it depends on the amount that's injected but it's very important to mention that botox is not just used for cosmetic purposes it's also used very commonly in medicine in hospitals to treat certain conditions say migraines I had a girlfriend who very recently had exactly that procedure done and she said she was
1: injected 58 places in her head. Yeah. And it's been really quite phenomenal. Her terrible migraines have now completely stopped.
2: I have some people who um, literally fly in just for the day just to have Botox for their migraines twice a year. And they say that it's literally life-changing. They've tried so many medications. They've tried different procedures, everything. Nothing works apart from Botox. But obviously, this is not first-line um, procedure for m- the treatment of migraines. But it's definitely something that should be considered when someone does suffer from such a thing.
1: Then I had a question from someone the other day. Does Botox give cancer? No, no
2: definitely not. I wouldn't inject anybody who is immunocompromised. So someone who does have cancer is going through chemotherapy. Um, I wouldn't inject someone who is pregnant or um, breastfeeding only because there have been no studies to tell us 100% that It's okay to use it during those times. However, there have been times where we have injected people who are pregnant, who don't at that point know that they are pregnant, and there has been no effect on the baby whatsoever. But it's just unethical to um, do something when you're not 100% sure. Absolutely. When there isn't any um, solid evidence or trials that can prove that it's okay.
1: The little that I know about Botox is basically it's very good at if you do have terrible wrinkles in your forehead or around your eyes or around your mouth area it's really good at getting rid of those very fine lines is that correct?
2: You can use Botox to soften fine lines Um, I actually like to use Botox a little earlier on in life Um, I've personally been using Botox since the age of 21 very small doses um, regularly baby Botox is what I call it and what lots of other doctors call it and it basically it's preventative and it prevents the formation of wrinkles and right now I haven't had Botox for about a year and I still don't have any wrinkles and when I compare my skin to my peers everyone does think oh my gosh how come you don't have a
0: single wrinkle Mm. well
1: are you actually only 23?
0: I'm not 23. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I, I just want to. Um, Dr. Marwa has got absolutely perfect skin. Thank and this is another reason that I wanted her to treat me, is because it's a lot to do with the person who's treating you with yes. how you want to look. And you look very naturally beautiful with not Thank one you. crease, but you don't look frozen. You have all your natural yes. expression and everything. And I think if we get back to why and where, I came, so I came, I had the full laser analysis and we looked at my skin and I told you that I have one particular crease on my forehead that is really, really bothering me, but also quite a a prominent feature on my face. Mm -hmm. And when I went to you initially, it was very sunken in and now you could never tell that I had a crease there at all. And we've treated that with baby Botox regularly so that that crease just doesn't come back again. And I think, you know, we've concentrated on the tear trough fillers which um the tear trough fillers under your eye you have a little crease so if you like me have two young children (laughs) and um they wake up consistently in the night one with one thing one with another thing and that's been going on for the last seven years There is no way or no way that I'd found with, uh, you know, facial treatments and creams and everything else, I could actually get rid of those deep sunken lines. And if I showed you a picture of myself when the boys were really small, which I think I did the other day, you said, my God, you look so much better now than you did seven uh, years ago. I was actually going to say that you Mm. look
1: younger and younger and younger. I remember when you and I started filming Ladies of London. I do remember and I think you were going through a tough time in... Mm-hmm. in your personal life. And I do remember that you
0: had, you actually had bags under your eyes. Yeah, I did. Um, and actually that is what sparked me to do it in the first place. So the after the first filming season that we did for Ladies of London, I watched it back and thought oh my goodness, I I was quite young at the time and I thought I look so tired yeah, and like I've got the world on my shoulders and I think it really sparked me to make some changes and the first thing I did was have a tiny amount of filler. We're talking literally a pinprick which we put in the corner of my eye and was smoothed out through the the, um, dark circles under my eye and within two days... And that was maybe four years ago. Oh my um, gosh! Have you guys so known no, each other for that long? No, that was long. before I met Dr. Okay, Marwa. Okay, okay, um, But I had that done four years ago, and I haven't ever had it done since. But it's it's remarkable, Sophie. I have to say, it's remarkable.
1: I am so lucky that I get to sit and admire your beauty on a very regular <laughs> I basis. Go that far, um, <laughs> the beauty and the hair, of course. Um but but with doctors. you Marwa, do you don't no. I go
0: regularly. I go regularly. So what is do, regularly? How so often is that? Once every six or seven weeks I go and I have the fine lines done around my eyes, um, because they're the things that come first. I Have a tiny amount in my forehead, maybe five or six drops, just to maintain um, the wrinkle-free look there and then most recently which I loved we did the neck lift yeah. and we've started doing the baby Botox around the jawline as well which actually lifts your lower face which is very new to me and I absolutely love. So as we get older things start to drop and I think your the bottom half of your face which I'd never really paid attention to started sort of slightly sagging and you helped get rid of that
2: Uh, lots of doctors and even people seem to forget about the lower face they always concentrate on the upper face because um, when we do express ourselves we are quite animated in the uh, upper half of our face however we can't neglect the lower face Uh, we have muscles in the lower face when we chew when we smile when we um perform any you know expression um and we're we're quite animated in the lower face and we have muscles which span from the down to the collarbone such as the platysma and as we age we develop platysmal bands which drag down on the skin and stretch it and can give us what's called a turkey neck so if we put um small amounts of Botox throughout the whole muscle we can lift it and give a like a well-defined jawline and that actually lasts a lot longer than the Botox in the upper face
1: so people are probably wondering is this Like buying a car, what kind of investment into your? Physical appearance, is this, how much damage are you actually doing on your wallet?
2: Okay, so it completely depends on um, how much Botox you're using, where you're using it, um, if you're going to be incorporating filler treatment also in the mix, and also depends on how often you do it. Mm -hmm. Every single person's face is completely unique, and Mm -hmm. you have to have a bespoke treatment plan for each individual. It really varies from hundreds to thousands. It's very difficult to tell, but Just like a car, you have to maintain the appearance of your face and prevention is better than cure. Um, It's anti-aging. It maintains your appearance better Mm -hmm. if you do it earlier rather than do it all in one go and later. And it also looks more natural.
1: Would it be correct to say I've heard that one of the worst reasons uh, that we age... One of the biggest reasons why we age is simply because of, a, of an upbuild of dead skin cells because people don't exfoliate enough and wrinkles are actually dead skin cells forming creases. And apparently they say that if you do exfoliate on a very regular basis, if you're Dr. Lancer, it's every single day, which I've got to say, I don't do that. I try and either dry brush or use a mitt. Um, exactly a mitt on my body every single day. If I don't use the mitt, I use a dry brush. On my face, I probably exfoliate once or twice a week. But what I do do that I've sworn by, and I've sworn by probably for the last 12 years, is every six weeks having a peel.
2: So the idea is is we all have um, 10 to 15 dead skin cells built up in layers over our skin at any one point so in order to bring out the new skin cells we need to remove the old skin cells which make our face look very dull and tired so it also blocks our pores which can contribute to acne so what we should do is remove that layer of skin cells and you can be done in a variety of ways so exfoliation of course light acid peels is also very useful skin resurfacing there's a complete range of things that one can do so yes I completely agree and I think it's very important to exfoliate i personally exfoliate once a day some people wow yes so
1: what do you exfoliate with
2: i have a uh, i really like Abaji. it's a medical based skincare range which contains um active ingredients medical prescription only um but they have incredible uh products to combined with those medicated products. And I just think that they're amazing.
0: And why does it... What's different about them? So what... I mean, what what makes it so So good? So they have... So
2: for example, lots of people have probably heard about the uh, anti-aging effects of retinol, which Mm -hmm. is a prescription-only product. Mm -hmm. Um, All these other makeup brands and also skincare brands, um, which you can buy over the counter, are incorporating this into their products. Mm -hmm. However, it's not strong enough Mm -hmm. as prescription-only products. Prescription-only products contain... Uh, medication which is strong enough and to have to need a prescription from a yeah. doctor, whereas the ones over-the-counter I would like to call pamper products mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they do contain very slight amounts um, but
0: not enough to really so could target. you give those in the, in um, the clinic. treatment yes. yeah. yeah okay
1: so they would be prescribed by you because you think someone could really benefit from
2: one of these products definitely so we've got uh, retinol which is my favorite thing Um, it's applied it's really is it's amazing it's it was traditionally used for the treatment of acne and uh, we noticed that the condition of the skin after um, a course really improved people's skin it just looked amazing and um, they did studies to show that the density of the cells which produce collagen which are called the fibroblasts increased in those who were treated with retinol so now we use it in our anti-aging regimens
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga.
2: Want flexibility with your health insurance?
0: Check out United
2: Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. That's really painful in needling? Microneedling. Microneedling. What do you think
2: of that? I'm the biggest fan of microneedling. I think microneedling is incredible. Basically, it uses very tiny, small needles um, to cause micro micro-injuries to the skin. To, and that's the inflammatory process that, and the healing process that causes the production of collagen in your skin. So it it's didn't incredible. hurt me when we did it yeah, at all. Yeah, it's if it's it used... Doesn't... So they're very, very tiny needles. Um, some people are incredibly sensitive, so they need to have local anesthetic applied before mm-hmm. doing it. But it just literally feels like a little bit of a face massage, I think, in my opinion. And
0: um, what are you you're specializing in the um, Dracula facial at yes. the moment, aren't so
2: you? So, PRP, plasma
0: uh, rich platelet therapy, which basically involves us drawing blood
2: um, and then putting it into a centrifuge, spinning it, and then isolating the plasma, which contains the growth factors and the stem cells, which we then re inject with microneedling. What it really does is it rejuvenates the skin. It's really amazing for make, just anti aging. And we also, I like to also use it in the hair. Mm -hmm. Um, to help with hair loss. Um, So lots of people benefit from PRP injected, so plasma injected into the hair to prevent hair loss.
1: Oh my gosh, what about hair growth? What about if you've, like me, a couple of years ago, I had hair almost so long that I could sit on it. And then one of my very best friends in Denmark together with my hairdresser, decided without letting me know that they thought Caroline needed a change because Caroline was becoming 40 and presenting the biggest award at the L Style Awards. So without me knowing, I had 30 centimetres of my hair cut off. My hair was cut to just above my shoulders. I've got to say, it looked very nice on the day. I was a bit devastated, but at the same time, I could see... <laughs> fun with such a dramatic change and very age appropriate etc etc but you know I'm still quite young I feel quite young and I would like once again
2: to have long hair
1: but my hair doesn't want to grow
2: so definitely I would try PRP it's amazing you can also combine it with mesotherapy which is the injection of vitamins into your hair and it really helps people who do suffer from hair loss and also people who want to grow healthier thicker hair I think, Dr. Morrow, we need to go on a big journey together. I would love to
1: start this journey and for people to actually uh, follow it so that they can see
0: dramatic differences, which
1: I do hope will be very
0: Mm -hmm. dramatic. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's the thing. It's, it takes a while to do these things. It doesn't happen overnight. And certainly I really have been seeing the benefits over the last six months because we've been, you know, going on this program together and working out when and what to do at what time. And I think it is a journey. You don't want to do too much at once, build it up, see what works, see what doesn't work. If something, you know, doesn't work the first time, it might work the second time and, um, keep, building that and also building a relationship with the person you're doing it with because if you keep changing your doctor you're going to go to someone fresh every time they're not going to know your history and what you like and how you like to look and they might do too much or too little and then you have to start from scale one again
1: So that was the Botox. You also do fillers. And I'm a little bit, I don't know why, but somehow fillers, they so frighten they sound me because. They're more scary. Yeah, well, don't they me? do, they yeah. do. And, and, and if you look around the world, I've seen so many faces where I think.
0: You've done too oh, much. Oh, What
1: a shame. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, Meg Ryan was one of my absolute most favorite actresses mm. in the whole wide world. And today, I barely recognize her. Mm. You know, I love the fact that you are less is more, but fillers, they are frightening. Can you tell us a little bit about them?
2: So I think fillers, again, less is more, but just like you said, there are lots of cases where you see that they people look frightening after having fillers. But the problem is, is you don't know when you can't notice people when they have had it done right because it's supposed to look completely natural. Mm. So when it is done right, people don't know. So that's why there's very lots of negative connotations associated with dermal fillers. But if it's done correctly, it's amazing and it really does really just. You need to use fillers with your um, Botox to to enhance the whole face because. They do completely different things. Botox is for fine lines and um, stopping the wrinkling process and fillers are used to augment to give volume and replace the um, fat that's lost in the body and if it, i mean in the face sorry because we have superficial and deep fat compartments that basically shrink as we age mm-hmm.
0: and if it's done correctly you can have incredible results without anyone knowing that you've had any work done and i think um the other thing is that's worth mentioning is i actually before i met dr marwa I had a reaction to my eye filler yep. and um, I had to have it dissolved the first time around and then put somewhere else. And that could have been what that could have been, it went into the wrong area or it's just so my, again, when, I just when didn't it comes have a, to fillers.
2: Mm less is more. Um, People react to fillers in different ways, which is why I like to use micro droplets, especially around the eye area. Um, Hyaluronic acid has the propensity to draw in moisture, so it's very important to use very, very small amounts and then revisit um, Mm. again very shortly after to see when it's settled, Mm. to see if you do need a little bit added on or just leave it alone. Yeah. Um, But yes, definitely less is more, and if it's injected in the right place and the right amount, it can make everything look amazing. Yeah,
0: so I, I And I've I've obviously had it done and you can have it dissolved if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to turn out, which I think is really key. How do you dissolve?
2: So there's an injection, which basically breaks down the uh, hyaluronic acid. It's very, very easy. It's immediate.
1: That is so good to know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so when if I have you the regret done, anything exactly. that you have done,
1: it can be reversed. Yeah.
2: Yes. In fact, I have lots and lots of patients that come to me after going elsewhere, not being happy with their results, and ask me to dissolve it. So we dissolve it. It takes up to three weeks for the um, the product to stop working, so it continues to dissolve the hyaluronic acid, um, and then we can start from scratch. So yeah, it's it's. But it's reversible. nice to know you
0: can reverse it, and yeah. I think um, it's very safe if and, it's used properly yeah exactly yeah. I, and, and so where are the areas of the face that you would put so i've obviously only just done the tear troughs yeah. but where else could you have it so if i you wanted like to? to
2: approach the aging face in order of what happens to it as we age so the first thing that happens is we lose volume in our mid face so if it's um if we use filler correctly in in the right amount in the mid face we can uh, lift and um, augment the cheek without it looking fake um i like to put it in the chin if we have a class two jaw with the with an overbite also in the at the back of the jaw because as we age the um the jaw shortens so it's adding it in specific areas which is not going to change the way that you look it's going to maintain your identity but just make you look fresher and younger
0: i have another question for you because uh... oh hang on i just thought of one more area yep um the uh, laugh lines around your yes. mouth, which I, you don't like doing, do I you? I don't like
2: to do the laughter
0: lines because I feel
2: that it gives you a very false and fake look. And that's the sort of thing that people associate when they think of fillers. And long term, I feel that it makes gives a very chipmunk look. And mm-hmm. so that I really do try to avoid injecting in this area because I don't think it gives you a very natural appearance. So you appearance.
0: do the Botox in the chin instead... Oh, not, well, sorry, not the chin, in the, the jaw jawline yeah. to, lift to lift the bottom of the face rather than doing the filler.
1: Oh, my gosh, that's just reminded me of another question that I noticed on someone the other day, which was... And this person is, is, is probably in their early 50s. Wrinkles close to the ear?
2: Oh, yes, I've seen this.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah. So if we think of the face as a table with a tablecloth over it. As we age, the table gets smaller and the tablecloth gets bigger. So what we need to try and do as we age is maintain that tablecloth as small as possible and try and um, maintain its elasticity by promoting collagen production so that it doesn't become bigger than the actual table.
1: do permanent lining
2: so i don't do i think what you're talking about is tattooing but what i do do is i do lip contouring with uh, filler and what that does is it gives so first of all it hydrates um it also is amazing for anti-aging it gets rid of your um fine smokers lines that we develop that we have um as we age even if you don't smoke some people get that but it's not a line what is it so what do you mean Oh, it's the, the filler. So the filler is basically used to line the lips and contour it. It gives a very natural appearance.
1: So you call it lip line, but it is actually... So I call it
2: lip contouring. Okay. Yeah.
1: But it's not actually drawing a line around the Oh, no, the lips. no.
2: It's injecting the filler in that line.
1: Ah, does that make your lips balloon?
2: No, it doesn't. It gives you a very natural look. Um, I mean, if you go on my Instagram, I've done it for a few people, and you can see that it gives you a very, very natural look. It's, um, people won't be able to tell. What is your Instagram? Dr. Underscroll. So, D-R underscore underscore sorry yeah Marwa. m-a-r
1: m-a-r w-a w-a
2: and then my surname ali a-l-i
1: a-l-i because that's going to be really it. interesting for all of our listeners that they can actually go in and
2: have a look to see and you can see everything looks very natural people won't be able to tell that you've had a new work done unless you've told them
1: How much do you think that diet actually affects the quality of our skin? What percentage?
2: I think diet uh, actually massively affects the quality of your skin. Drinking alcohol excessively actually has a very negative impact on your skin you're more likely to have acne prone skin you're more likely to also because of the dehydrating effects of um alcohol um develop wrinkles more early on in your lifetime i actually haven't ever had a drop of alcohol my whole life
1: oh that's why you look so good serious isn't that amazing is that a is that a is that a Is it a personal choice in your heart? Is it a cultural choice? What kind of choice? Like,
2: how do you choose that? (laughs) So it's actually a religious thing, but also I don't like, I have an aversion to the smell of alcohol. Um, So... Have you ever tasted it? No, I haven't. And I I think I, I wouldn't, I couldn't possibly imagine tasting it because especially red wine, when I smell, I actually have to move tables.
1: Isn't that interesting? It's like one of my most favorite things in the whole wide world. And I actually sometimes... I really wish that there weren't alcohol in red wine simply because I love the flavor of red wine. And I don't particularly, um, I don't drink red wine to have the effect that a lot of people, they need a glass of wine. They need a drink simply to relax. I don't use alcohol for that reason. I absolutely love the taste of red wine. So recently, Sophie and I um, did a dinner here where I bought an alcohol-free red wine and it's unfortunately it's
0: just not the same oh it was not nice I, I didn't know whether I should tell you that but <laughs> it wasn't good um no and there is something that is is very enjoyable about sitting down and having a lovely glass of wine with a lovely meal with friends but if you don't drink I take my hat off to you I mean actually after this weekend I did say to Caroline that's it I'm never drinking again but that's that 24-hour moment you have yeah. <laughs> after the hangover where you don't think don't we all relate to it. that but I think um, I think we're going to wrap it up today Sophie and I have decided that we
1: would love um, Dr. Marwa to come on on a very regular basis Sophie has been working with her for a long time and I've got to say as I said earlier Sophie has never looked better so if you guys have any questions You know where to find us. Direct message us on our Instagrams. And we are hoping to get Dr. Marwa on every probably five or six weeks if possible. Mm -hmm. And we will be delighted to answer all your questions. I'm sure Dr. Marwa will be the one answering the majority of them. I'm now going to go and have my face mapped. I'm going to tell you guys uh, what Dr. Marwa recommends for me. And I'd love you all to follow in this amazing journey with probably one of this country's most incredible aesthetic doctors. It's a
2: pleasure to be here.
1: We look forward to having you back again very soon. Can't wait. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I feel pretty.
0: Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and bright and I pity any girl who isn't me tonight. I feel charming, oh so charming, it's alarming, how charming I feel, and so pretty, that I hardly can believe I'm real. See the pretty girl in that mirror there, who can that attractive girl be? Such a pretty face, such a pretty